Uh, I want to go to a story that's been in the news uh, all week for the wrong reasons, I guess you could say. Uh, disaster start to winter. High water forecast again today. The citizens of Venice have been for the past week assessing the damage caused by recent floods. To talk us through the extent of that damage and what is being done to protect this most unique UNESCO World Heritage Site, I'm joined on the line uh, by Andrea Rossini, who's a journalist with Rai Venito. I understand uh, there were high water uh, forecasts for this morning. Good afternoon to you, Andrea. Did they come? Hi, Marion. Yes, correct. It was uh, 130 this morning at 9.30 Italian time, so quite bad. Although it was not uh, a disaster as it was on the night of the 12th of November. Uh, On the 12th of November, we experienced the worst flood ever. It was 187 centimetres above sea level, so 85% of the city was flooded with uh, gigantic uh, damage to to our heritage, uh, cultural heritage, and uh, the churches, the Basilica of San Marco, but also for uh, residents of Venice, it was a disaster because uh, quite practically all the houses were were flooded, and many of the uh, shops and restaurants and activities which are at the ground level. So uh, it was really bad. The mayor of Venice spoke about one billion euros in uh, in damage and you know the problem is that it was not only the uh, the severe flood of the 12th of november because as we were saying before we had a very bad flood also this morning so it's the pace of these floods because in the past we were used to having one very bad uh, flood for instance in in usually in, in november it happens but now we've had a series of floods above 150 centimeters which is very bad for venice and uh, this uh, doesn't seem to stop and so it's difficult to recover from this uh, continuous uh, flooding of of the city and uh, there are no there are no solutions unfortunately at reach um, t- can you tell me the circumstances of where you live yourself I live uh, uh, close to uh, close to, to the Academy of Fine Arts. It's uh, uh, the bridge of the Academy. Maybe uh, someone uh, knows this. Uh, Indeed, this yeah. Is, this is one of the four bridges that uh, uh, cross through the Grand Canal. The timber one, uh, yeah. The timber one, exactly. Yeah. I live not far from there, between that bridge and the and the Zatre. And uh, on the Zatre, we've had some huge uh, waves. Uh, in Venice, we're used to having, uh, you know, the high tide usually rises gently. We know beforehand the forecast, so we get uh, we prepare ourselves to uh, to the to the high tide. But the night on of, of the 12th of November, we've had uh, uh, very strong uh, winds, and we've had uh, uh, huge uh, waves breaking into the city and, and into uh, your and home it was also in my home yes also in my home the whole uh, the whole 
ground floor was uh, was flooded and uh, usually when we have these alerts uh, we create a small community of neighbors in the calle in, in the street and uh, uh, we were there you know supporting each other with uh, coffee and everything but uh, the barriers that we had uh, built to protect the, the, the houses or the shops from the water soon became uh, useless because they had called for uh, 145 centimeters above sea level right. and in fact it, it, it became 187. So not a because, chance. You know, it was it was uh, horrible. I have a neighbor who who has an antique. Uh, uh, he sells uh, antique books and prints, uh, and he was uh, his uh, activity was uh, uh, devastated. You know the way the Venice Lagoon is uh, is made. We have three inlets, which which uh, are the communication between our lagoon and the Adriatic Sea, and those three inlets uh, all look towards uh, south uh, southeast. So there is this. Uh, wind, we call it the Scirocco, uh, when it blows from the south, it's a warm wind, it, uh, it has a great effect on the, on the tide. So um, the, the forecast was not able to, to, um, to, to, to forecast this, uh, this strong wind because it came at 100 kilometers an hour and uh, that created a, a disaster. Right. Uh, to, w- w- we have heard about the possibility of Venice, as it were, sinking into the ground or going into impossible decay for, you know, many, many years. And it, it, it strikes some of us as very odd because the experts tell us that those huge, massive cruise ships are constantly affecting the, um, the 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 bottom of all the buildings along the various canals that, that they go through and like i know that there's money in it but you know could they not be banned and left out uh, where they wouldn't do harm you know, this is something that uh, uh, everyone in uh, in Venice, or practically everyone, is against these big cruisers coming in, coming in the lagoon. Um, perhaps only uh, per, uh, the persons who who work in for the port authority are in favour of these cruisers still coming in because they are the symbol of uh, uh, tourism, which is unsustainable and that is creating. Uh, damage which is uh, horrible to our lagoon and to our city. Uh, the Italian government uh, uh, seven years ago when there was a, 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 a disaster in front of the island of uh, Giglio um, said that uh, we have to find a new solution, an alternative solution for cruisers coming in uh, to the port of Venice. But still uh, no solution has been found. There is debate. There are different uh, um, ideas about uh, how to keep these cruisers out of the lagoon. Some say they should come in, but from another part, not passing in front of St. Mark's. But still, there is no, there is no, um, uh, there, there is no solution which uh, which will be uh, set forth. Right. So, it's, unfortunately, it is still a debate and a very. Uh, sad debate because the majority I would say of uh, Venetians are against these and they they demonstrated also uh, with uh, big demonstrations against these cruises but still they are coming. 
Money, 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 I presume. Um, of course. How long will it take for the levels to go down now, do you know? Well, the levels, uh, uh, the lagoon and the Adriatic Sea work uh, pretty much as communicating vessels. So every six hours the water comes in, every six hours it goes out. So we have two peaks during the day. Right. And usually these, these two peaks are acceptable uh, in, the, in the sense that uh, Venice is not, uh, is the paving of Venice is uneven. So we have some areas of the city, like for instance, the St. Mark's Square, which are very low. And when you have, uh, I don't know, 900, 100 centimeters above sea level, already the water comes in. But uh, disaster, as it was on the 12th of November, that that happens very yes. rarely. Although, although, as I was saying, the pace of these uh, uh, floods is, is becoming more frequent. Okay. So obviously it has to do with climate change and the rising of yeah. the sea level. Well, we must all worry about that. <laughs> How many people are resident in Venice? We are 53,000 in, in the And how the many city. tourists do you get per annum? We get 30 million each year. Wow. Yeah. That's an awful and lot. That's an awful lot, and it's uh, somehow changing the structure of the city because um, most of the shops... Uh, are turning into shops for tourists because if you are a private entrepreneur and you have to decide if you want to enter a market of 30 million or a market of 50,000, obviously you will, cho- you will yeah. choose the first one. And that makes it difficult for, uh, for, for instance, my family. We, yeah, we find it difficult to, to find, uh, I don't know, a baker, a supermarket. and uh, um, I, can well, the, the, I can well believe it. Yes, Ken, you wanted to come in and then we'll go. Yes, I just had a question. One of the great concerns in this terrible, terrible story, because this is one of the most loved cities in the world um, being uh, threatened in terms of its future, was in relation to the iconic Basilica of uh, San Marco itself. Uh, and the question after the 12th of November was, is it possible that lasting structural damage could have been done to San, San Marco? Marco. Is, what is the latest on that? San Marco was severely damaged because the water not only entered the Nartece, the, the front part of the cathedral, but it also entered inside the cathedral and the, uh, the force of the water was such that it destroyed the, uh, the small, um, the small uh, windows uh, protecting the crypta. So the subterranean of the, of the cathedral was completely uh, flooded where the graves of the patriarchs are. And that was, I think it was the first time in history that that happened. But the uh, damage that the water makes does to, uh, to St. Mark's Cathedral, you cannot assess it immediately because the problem is uh, that that water is salty water. So that water stays on the mosaics and uh, slowly also it goes up. So it does not only flood, it does not, it does not only uh, damage the, the ground, the, the pavement, but also the mosaics who are uh, on, the, uh, on the walls and on the top of the cathedral. Right. So the situation wa- was very bad for St. Mark's, but also for other churches of the city. Of course. Listen, thank you very, very much indeed uh, for taking our call and we wish you well uh, in the clean-up and survival. Uh, I gather you're children though were happy enough because they couldn't go to school but that's another scale altogether. Anyway, Andrea Rossini, uh, thank you very much indeed for talking to us.
podcast, The Marion Finucane Show, at rte.ie slash radio.